People cannot like that as an open. There's, I don't know how else to open, to be fair. honest. I usually just wait for you to start talking, and then you make sounds, and then I complain. Grab bag. You gotta... I really... Otherwise... What do you say? Well, hello? The hello's all right. <laughs> Come on. What is this? An interaction? Hello on the and street? Welcome to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a special Saturday edition, but we're going to release it on a Monday, so that's really irrelevant. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I got a belly full of... Chicken, is it? With the, both of those chicken? We grilled up some uh, chicken sausages. I gotta say, I thought that first one was much better than the second. I agree. That second fact, sausage kind of sucked. Second second sausage of mine is at the bottom of our paper trash bag, ready to just blow the bottom out when you take it out mm. next. I didn't finish mine. There was a... I loved the first the first cheesy. I think the first one was a cheesy fiesta chicken dog. Mm-hmm, by Festival Foods, our today's sponsor... Um, Festival Foods, the best log cabin style grocery store that you only realize after going for the 50th time. Mm-hmm. Adam and I were in the grocery store and I asked the cashier, has this has this grocery store always been cabin themed? And she said, yes, there have been fake trees in here since the store opened, which mm-hmm. blew my mind. Yeah. She's like, yeah, most people don't realize, but uh, most of us are tired and hungry and work sucked and so we we come in and we don't pay attention to anything but our mission at hand Mm -hmm. so okay and i mentioned that because i don't have a job right now uh (laughs) hold your judgment i mean if you've been following from the beginning this isn't the first time this has happened in the past calendar year uh and i love it could be related to the episode in which you called out your boss by name and said he's a douche. But, oh, yeah, uh, he is a douche. <laughs> Get this. So, the said boss that I called a douche, I'm going through life thinking maybe I'm the asshole, you know? Kind of if, all, if everyone else is an asshole, maybe you're the asshole. Since I've left, I've been informed he started wearing a gift his wife bought him, which was a yellow leather M&M candies jacket. <laughs> Uh, that, like got, a, <laughs> that got worse every every adjective. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm right. There's no way I'm wrong. I'm kind of torn because also I'm like that's kind of cool. In a he's he can't be wearing it ironically. Right? That's the thing. I don't think he is. He's I think just, he's like a three days a week church guy. Wears a leather M M&M and M jacket. I feel like I would buy that if I was at like a St. Vinny's. Right, and and there was, was a. There was one of those M&M leather, you know, I'd be like, that's that's a one-time wear, and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you wear it on Easter every year, or whatever mm-hmm. day that yellow's a thing. M&M's are a big Easter candy. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I thought. Or Halloween, you'd find an excuse to wear it, you'd mm-hmm. make up some. How do you feel about the Halloween costumes, where it's like a, do you get it? It's a joke. I'm an eye pad, and then they have a maxi pad on their eye. Uh, don't like them. Don't like yeah. the pun costumes. Me either. Uh, they're, they're a little, it's clever but not a good costume right and also they're usually not very clever i I shouldn't have even given them clever okay i just said right because that's when i daydream on this podcast i just say right and it sounds pretty natural because you're usually explaining shit i see Uh uh-huh that's my it's my go-to did you just cheers your microphone (laughs) that was a real fuck you editor (laughs) (laughs) not intentionally i just moved the glass i'm not using the used to having a glass okay my other thing though about not having a job Mm -hmm. is i am so much nicer 
I sat at a FedEx for like 20 minutes because they were about to close and there was all these people piling in and this poor woman was the only one on staff. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I don't care. I got nothing to do. Yeah, it's funny because when you're in a hurry, that's that's the whole thing. You're in a hurry. You're a mean person. but you, Everything's annoying. But when you got nowhere to be, you get to be such a nice person. Oh, it's because, amazing. Yeah, nothing's. I'll hold the door for a whole school of ducks as they walk <laughs> in this, you know. A whole mama and all 14 children. And, I love uh, that image. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of uh, the animal kingdom, Animalia, Anim- Animalia, slash genus Phylum. Is there a movie called Animalia? Sounds like a good... Yeah, it does sound good. Remember the Animorphs? Did you ever read those? What are those? There were books where people could, like, morph into animals. Oh, yeah. I thought those looked dumb and I didn't read them. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember reading them. They reminded me of the Goosebumps. Were the Goosebumps any good... Uh, they were scary as a kid. Okay. They were, they were like legitimately scary. I think, uh, I think so. They creeped me out, but I think you have to be in an age range where. Gotcha. Were they silly? I don't think so. I, I, I wish I remembered more, but is the goal to let kids know that books can make you feel and take you for a ride? Cause then they were effective. Okay. I remember being scared. I don't know what the goal is. I don't read much. Macro. Yeah. Uh, objective there, but good for him if he instilled that that love of book on you. R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. I.R.L. Stein. In real life, Stein. <laughs> S.M.P. Stein? Well, really? Because I don't. Yeah. So, you shouldn't. Uh, I see is just my right. So, but Alright, so into creepy, crawly things <laughs> that don't crawl or creep. They fly. Flies. Lord of them. Have you read that book? Speaking <laughs> of books. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're one of the best best askers this podcast has ever had. I like to see a small opening that I could just slip right through and no one would notice, and then I Kool Aid man my way through uh-huh. a, a a door that was plenty big for me. Yeah, you're the Kool Aid man, and you're like, oh, you could. There yeah. were plenty of easier ways to enter this room. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're full of liquid, pour it down the chimney, reassemble. Oh, Silver I see. Surfer. Oh wait, hold on. Is the Kool Aid man defined by the pitcher? Or is he just the Kool-Aid and he lives in whatever container he happens to be in? Good question. If you pour that Kool-Aid into the milk carton, is he walking around as a milk carton? Or is he a Kool-Aid man? Or is he? Or could you change the flavor of his Kool-Aid? Good. Also, I mean, maybe they just didn't think this through because they're like... It's, hmm. Yeah, why is he cherry? That's like matter. nobody's favorite, right? I don't know. I think there might be punch. Okay. I assume it was punch. Punch is very overrated. It leaves your mouth dry. You think punch leaves your mouth dry? I think punch leaves your mouth dry. Ah, try a hot load. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Lord of the Flies, that was a, a hot load of literature. Um, oh, all right. So this is geared towards adults. This is adult reading. I think it's, I'm going to say young adult. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's an allegory because I just kind of say everything's an allegory. Yeah. But I'm going to, it's. It's a microcosm of society is what we have going on in Lord of the Flies. And mm-hmm. it's very, it's children, but it's very adult themed. Okay. It's I, like uh, children, but very adult themed. It's like that. It's like what I said. Okay. Yeah. You're adding a, adding a lot to the podcast. It I helps when it. I say it for myself. <laughs> so Lord of the Flies, I believe my class read this. I'm going to go with a, as a sophomore year kind of now. Okay. Sophomore year of high school. And uh, our story is we got a bunch of boys. I think they're all boys. Okay, interesting. Uh, was that part of the point? Were they like, we're going to say this about boys? I think part of the point is boys are mean. Also, boys don't like 
girls, boys like cars and money? I don't know. Good Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm trying to work Jay-Z. into the podcast. Uh, I don't yeah, know why. I've, I've been encouraging you to work more good Charlotte in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a very funny joke about punk bands still being punk bands. Like, that's crazy, right? Ah, that's our old... friend Joey Bednarski. Ooh, uh, upcoming corrections episode. Mm-hmm. Or up came. I don't know, I don't know what order exactly we'll hey, release. Up Chuck. Up Chuck. Well, I'm Chuck, and... Uh, I'm can... up. More cocaine <laughs> for me, please. And welcome to the ass cast, everybody. Mm-hmm. But back to back to this little island they find themselves in. So here's what? you didn't mention an island. Okay, well, unless you consider being a teenage boy a lonely island, which I would identify with. Life is hard, and when you have hormones <laughs> raging through your system, you might want to act out. But if you feel the urge to do something rash, uh, please call us at the Adam S. Chuck podcast. We'll talk you through it at one eight hundred Adam being S. A boy, Chuck. It can be tough too, but also we agree, girls have it hard. That's the phone number. Mm-hmm. I think, boy, I think you only get to do like one word in a phone number these days. And I think, do people still understand the words? I feel like the... Oh, the, yeah, with the way the... The next generation is going to get confused by the A. Does a cell phone have the letters on there? It might have them. All right, you might be right. I could be wrong. Regardless, the the novel opens with a page. Yeah, page, probably like page seven. Books mm. like to do that, where they start on page seven for some reason. Oh, imagine um, reading. Was Memento a book? Did the, were the numbers backwards? That would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. But also not worth it. Seems too confusing. I don't like the book to be, the physical book to be a part of the book. Yeah. In on the gag. I like the, I like the page numbers to have some meaning. Okay. So we start on page seven. We mm-hmm. got through the table of contents. You don't read those chapter titles because they give away what happens in the end. But we're over there. The plane crashes in the sky. And I believe... It's the first time that's happened. Or maybe it crashes in the water. Uh, that sounds yeah. more reasonable. Okay, I was gonna, I was thinking it like hit a cloud, but probably not. That's the thing is, can you have a plane crash until it actually hits something? If a plane's in the air, it's technically doing what it's supposed to. It has it not crashed. It could be doing yet. it in a, a different uh, what's the word I'm looking for way, an unorthodox way. I'm uh, an unorthodox Jew. If you didn't know, go ahead. Mm, all right. So actually, I'm gonna say it doesn't even open with a plane crash. It opens with a bunch of boys on a beach on an island. Oh. And they, they probably do a little uh, exposition where they go, hey, that uh, plane crash was pretty crazy, huh? Oh, yeah, that's the worst one I've ever been a part of. Uh, and the, so it's it's a group of, let's call it 20, 20 boys, and they're all about 12 years old. Okay, who's flying this goddamn thing? Uh, probably the teacher of the class or something. Okay. Does that make sense? Hmm. Is this a magic school bus situation? Um, <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, Miss, the, we open with Miss Frizzle dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the darkest episode yet of Magic School Bus. They initially wrote in the entire episode in which she died, but they're like, let's just mention that she died. Yeah. Take it from there. Uh, now, we've got our main protagonist here, mm-hmm. a character named Ralph, which not a great protagonist name, if you ask me. Um, no, it's named after Barf. I'm also going to throw this out there. Harry... Can't believe one of the most popular protagonists in uh, Harry you know, and the Hendersons. No, I'm talking <laughs> Harry of the Potter. Okay, ah, Harry and the Wizards. Mm. That's a fucking grotesque name, Harry. Mm-hmm. If they'd named that kid Leo or something, if Ooh. he was Leo Potter, every baby boy getting born right now would be named Leo. Maybe that's what they're trying to avoid. Maybe, but yeah, instead What's... they named him Harry, and nobody's nobody likes Harry Potter enough to name their kid Harry because. It's an ugly ass name. What's this whole she lived in a van? Was that like a very calculated choice of hers of like, 
I don't want to get a day job because I want to be more effective at the book. Because everyone's like, she lived in a van. She must have been a crazy homeless lady. JK, I didn't know she lived in a van. Something told me she wrote the first book. She was living in a van. Hmm. That's It was Chris Farley, now that I think about it. <laughs> it was the ghost of Chris Farley. Came in my room, told me she lived in a van down by the river. I feel like some of these uh, live in a van stories, they don't have to be living in a van. Mm. They could get a studio for not a whole lot of money, but it's a little eccentric to... Yeah, it's uh, Probably also some story. Oh, she wrote it on a typewriter because she couldn't afford a computer. It's like, people can afford computers these days. You go to the library, they're free. Yeah, yeah. Also, I made up for the computer thing, so I shouldn't just put that on her and be mad at her for it. Yeah, well, big listener, JK. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean big. she's a big listener. Just kidding. Uh, proceed with the beach and the boys. <laughs> the beach and the boys. <laughs> I mean, where does my real curiosity lie? These boys on a beach. Oh, it's sensual. Mm. Uh, they all wake up naked. Ah, probably not. They're probably think, just probably wet. I think once your plane crashes, you just like you know what? We survived that. We can survive a, a, our a social hierarchy shifting based on twelve-year-old boy penis size. Yeah, you, I don't really think that's how the world works. But you're probably right, though. Yeah, to be fair, if there's an age, if everybody as adults, everybody's got the penises out. We can just be like, oh yeah, everybody's is a little different shaped and different colors and whatever. We'll, I think we'd be a closer unit for it. Yeah, but at, at that age. Because that's when they make you start showering and stuff. Yeah. And it's some people got a, they found themselves a hog and never, some people. I never still... really did. I never really showered with boys. No, me neither. They I, didn't really make us do I think they started to stop. I think they're like, oh, we can't make children get naked anymore. No. Also, though, I look back on it. I was taking a gym class in the morning and then not showering afterwards. Mm. I'd throw some deodorant on and change my shirt. Uh, axe. Oh, that was a whole thing. I think, oh, yeah. But even in high school, I'm looking back. I'm like, oh, I should have been showering. What am I doing? Yeah. I don't ever work out and then just enter society with a different shirt on. That's why I don't get these people that would like go for a run on lunch. A girl that worked next to me once would just like run on her lunch. I don't think she was showering before she came back. She's got to be real sweaty. She would like hang her running pants in the back that she would do stretch it. Oh, she was kind of attractive too. That was annoying. But mm, I can see that being annoying. That's neither here nor hair. He mm-hmm. or I, Ralph. Uh, it is here though. I once uh, I got real wet. I was... <laughs> I was getting off the bus, going to my office, monsoon fucking hit me, just uh. drenched, all of my clothes completely drenched. Mm-hmm. So I sent, spent about the first half hour of the day, I just went and I just was like, all right, first half hour of the day is just getting dry however I can. I went in the like, supply room and they had some you know, promotional t-shirts for students or something. And I just took a different t-shirt nice. and I like hung my socks in the bathroom and I was just walking around, no socks, no shoes. I bet your boss was like, this guy's got school spirit with that shirt on. People were like, oh, you got a, you got that shirt. And I was like, yeah, I clearly just stole this and I was not supposed to, but uh-huh. people seem to be mostly okay with it. You got paid the same amount of money to do what you're doing now. Would it just be constantly getting dry? What do you mean? I hate work. I'd be like, I'd get paid to dry off. Oh. I'm like, what a great half hour. Sure. Oh, it yeah. probably was a little physically uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable just like my underwear was wet. Mm-hmm. It was all, you're, you know, sticking to you. But yeah. getting some dry clothes, nothing better than a, some dry clothes. What about this? I thought of a weird I don't know, movie or just, what if there was a rich guy who just paid someone like a reasonable salary to just count out loud all day? Like you can do whatever you want, just keep counting, make a mistake, whatever, but go back and you have to start, not from the beginning, but just where you messed up. That's a movie? I no, it's just a fucked up thought I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I thought you were uh, pitching me a movie. I'm like, I don't well, think people are gonna want to see it's this. It's fucking weird. Would you do it? It would get really. You'd start to go a little insane, but also like, I'll play video games and just count and get oh. paid like sixty, seventy grand. Interesting. What's the frequency at which I have to say the number? Just got to do it eight hours a day. 
Okay. Wait, but can I go like one and then give it a couple minutes and then go two? Or do that I almost get harder? And now uh, you gotta, you gotta just keep going. You don't have to like do it super fast, but you gotta be like one, two, okay, three. And this is how you would spend your four. millions. No, what are you talking about? All it's right, just a fucked up thought. All right, you know I don't get fucked up thoughts. I do. It just felt weird because I'm like, shit. I would take it, but I would also eventually want to kill myself. But I would be like, hey guys, my job. I just, I don't know. I don't know what any of it means. It's also, I mean, selling insurance and shit. Same kind of, same kind of <laughs> thing. You're telling me. One car accident, two car accident. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we got an island, boys. We, we they're making them like you know, with kids they always make them line up height, birthday. It's fun. This one they're like dick size. So mm-hmm. bunch of wet boys, and uh, I think that they're wearing a bunch of wet clothes and probably first move. They, so they wake up, and uh, Ralph wakes up. He's like, "Oh boy, what a what a time!" Next to him is his buddy Piggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hence the open. I think his his friend's name is probably like Peach or something. Peach? Pete. Pete. That makes more <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I said Peach. Mm, Sorry uh, to read your mouth. All right. So he, so Pete goes, okay, well, boy, it looks like we're living on this island, huh? And then all the other boys come over and they go, yeah, we're living on this island. This is uh, pretty crazy. And then uh, they go, oh, by the way, Pete's pretty fat. We're going to call him Piggy. You're called Piggy from oh, now on, Pete. See, boys are cruel. Mm-hmm. Message received. End of book. But they're having fun. I picture the, the what are they, the Lost Boys? Yeah, they're not having as much fun as they could. Okay. That's part of the problem here, is it's a... Uh, they need more Rufio. More hootie what? Not to be confused with Rufies, but Rufio, Lost Ruf- Boys. Is that what they were called? Who are you referring to? Peter Pan. Oh, Rufio. Oh, in Hook, at least. Oh, I didn't know they were called Rufio. No, that's like the leader of them was called Rufio. Mm-hmm. There's like, a character in there named Smee. What's that about? Oh, that's cool. a long time. Uh, you should ask me about Captain Hook. I know more about him, I tell you what. Well, let's... Well, these <laughs> these flies... Actually, so I don't... It's called Lord of the Flies. Flies are probably... The, are the boys the flies? Maybe. He, that's going to be my... Th- the boys are the flies. Okay, I assume they were literal flies, and so I no, dropped out for a year. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of not a lot of flies in this novel. Okay. Um, there's there's the boys and there's I'm gonna say Ralph gets named the Lord of the Flies. They don't literally say you are the Lord of the Flies, but you're, they're like you're in charge. Okay. So there's all this infighting. It's just boys on the island. All they have to do is survive. But rather than just you know hang out and I don't know grow coconuts and catch a seagull every once in a while and roast that, instead they like, we need a whole hierarchy. You we need to have picked a dirtier bird. <laughs> well, that's the that's the bird of the of the beach. That's what they're going to have available to them. Well, there's other birds. I remember I was on a vacation down in Cancun, and mm-hmm. I was in about uh, eighth grade. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. and it was uh, I got it was like a deal. I went with some friends. I don't want people to think this my sounds family like vacation a Lord of the Fly situation. To be honest, well, what we're doing down there, so it's this all inclusive resort. We get a big plate of uh, French fries. And there were a lot of, there were seagulls, and they like stealing these french fries off the plate. Of course. So we're in this like infinity pool that like drops off like 40 foot down to the beach. Oh, geez. So there's all these seagulls circling around, and we would be in the water with a french fry, and we'd throw the french fry off the big wall, uh-huh. and all the seagulls would go oh, tearing they... down, like 40 seagulls would go try to catch this french fry. Oh, that's french fun fry. as hell. And then, yeah, so, and then at one point we'd toss the french fry up in the air then drop down into the water and all these seagulls were like right above the pool. And then I think we realized after about a half hour 
that everyone else trying to enjoy the pool is furious with us <laughs> because we had just attracted a huge number of seagulls <laughs> that were just swarming in a big circle. And we'd essentially taken over the pool with this seagull gang that we had trained to be just rabid <laughs> and Mexican hungry. Mexican seagull gang. Mexican seagull gang. And everyone, <laughs> everyone's trying to enjoy the, you know, strawberry daiquiris and chicken wings. I love that. If you see uh, bats come out at night, uh, you can throw up like a tennis or a golf ball. Wow. I think golf balls work really well. Throw it up in the air and they'll dive bomb it as it comes to the ground. Oh, why yeah. do they do that? What's their interest in the golf ball? I don't think they know necessarily what it is right away. These bats, they don't see too good. Mm. Okay. So they just, they think it's a, they think I it's think something they, they want to eat. Yeah, I think so. And they try to eat a golf ball. And I'm wondering now how far they chase it down because the good thing about golf balls or the f- interesting thing is that they would bounce right back up and smack it in the little face. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to, we just had a, yeah. a, a bat heavy episode. I don't want to get too, <laughs> too bat heavy again. All right, fair enough. But good golf ball tip for the <laughs> listeners at home. If you, if that's my only golf tip, if you're bad at golf, quit golfing and start playing with bats. How do people find that? Were people hitting the golf balls at the bats? I don't know, the my bats dad told me this. He said, this is how we had fun as children. Uh, your dad's a nut. Yeah, my, my dad's a nut. My dad once launched a hamster into space and he named it John Glenn. I don't think it made <laughs> the space. He put it in a rocket. <laughs> All right. But I once uh, made a suicide bomber out of a mouse. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and a frog. <laughs> oh, man. You got a mouse with a suicide bomber? Well, he was in our window while my mom's like, get rid of that mouse. And we're like, explosions oh you blew up a mouse yeah but by the time we strapped the stick to him he, his jaw was broken from someone holding him too tight with a garden glove oh no yeah it was a low point in life it's a horrible story at least at that point i once shot a uh shot a rabbit with a slingshot uh-huh. and i nailed it it was like oh, my nice. first time shooting a slingshot and it jumped up about a foot in the air and did like a backflip and i was like oh i feel terrible i didn't think i was gonna hit that rabbit and he was uh real freaked out maybe he liked it they call that a, a binny. What? Or a binky. Is that a sexual thing? No. Okay. So my girlfriend's house had a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it a binny. One of the roommates. No. And the thing, apparently the thing rabbits do when you let them out of their cage or like when they get excited, they jump up and like kick their back feet out just mm-hmm. out of pure excitement. And they oh. call it like a binky. A it's bink- pretty a- fun. It's pretty cute. All right. It'll melt your heart. Maybe. Okay. Maybe the... Maybe it was a happy rabbit. Okay. That's what I'm going to, that's what I'll tell myself for the rest of my life. Yeah, you hit him in the head. He's into a little S&M or whatever, a little self-torch, and uh, Actually, I hit him in the, in the thigh, like the back, uh, the hip. Ooh, you slapped him on the butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah I could see him liking that. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm talking about with these kids. You let them loose on an island, these 12-year-olds, and all they want to do is, you know, rape rabbits and throw rocks at the seagulls. Uh-huh. They're a, they're a nutty bunch. Yeah. So they, they quickly decide that they need to form rules like a society had oh that's a quick evolution from anarchy to well i suppose it takes anarchy to realize you need they've got kind of a cross between an anarchist society and they they realize they're like well every society we've lived in has had a person who's in charge Mm -hmm. we've always had a teacher or we've always had you know just the governor or whatever it is so (laughs) those are the two (laughs) yep uh so these children i think they name one of they go Ralph's in charge. He gets to decide what we're doing. And also everyone goes, and we hate Piggy, right? Everyone's like, yeah, completely. Piggy's the worst. Ralph, I hope, stepped in every now and then and was like, hey, don't put an apple in his mouth again. 
Well, that's the, that's the problem here is that uh, Ralph doesn't. Ralph has the opportunity oh, man. to just go, hey, let's not call him Piggy. That's clearly just mean. We don't need to. Bu- There's only a couple dozen of us. We don't need to bully one of us. Yeah, you'd think a protagonist that would be a redeeming. Does he come around or is this a book where the main message is humans and or young boys and or boys are irredeemable? That's more or less the message. Because oh, what happens? Yeah. So this, they're on an island. It's a beachy island, but then inside, it's all trees, and it's uh, a little more crazy on the inside of this island. Uh-huh. So eventually, they start to go into the jungle area. Yeah, I've always wondered why there's so many drums in the jungle. People, people just banging on those drums. Apparently, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Guitars would like short circuit. Okay, humidity. So. They go into the jungle, they got fun and games. Pretty soon they realize, okay, that's I don't know, there's scary shit in the jungle. I think there's I think there's a boar in there. Yeah, boar's a, a good island animal. That would some eaten. Yeah. That's the real piggy. Well, right. So I think what they do is they uh they're chasing this boar around. That's a real important I don't know. I'll they, tell you what, that chapter sounds like a boar, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm kind of realizing this this book must have been what, 180 pages? Okay, that's a that's a reasonable read. The whole time, they're all just hanging out on an island the whole time. I don't feel like there were a ton of events. But uh I guess they're chasing a boar and they want to eat this boar. Yeah. And I think they they capture it and they kill it and that's a big win. And then I think uh somebody smashes Piggy's glasses cuz he's got glasses. And that's a main plot point for some okay. reason. Oh, I think it'd be funnier if they put him on the boar and then they start talking to him. They're like, Piggy, we're really sorry. We've treated you poorly, but they're talking to the dead boar. Well, that's fine. I'd be a better, I'd be a funnier bully. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where you're a self-aware bully who's like, I realize this isn't the way people should treat other people. Uh, just because you're a real fat, sloppy pig doesn't mean <laughs> I should treat you like you're not a human. Yeah, if you're going to get away with being a bully, you got to get some laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take that back. Were you ever a bully or bullied? Uh, I don't think I was. There was a guy named Riley I went to school with, and he was one of those guys. It was like he watched TV, saw someone who was a bully and went, oh, yeah, that looks cool. He's because he was doing bullying, but not in a way. It's like this isn't productive. Nobody's yeah. I don't know why you think you need to do this. But yeah, he would do a thing where he'd, he'd refer to it as nooshing. He invented a term. Mm. For oh my god, that sounds like lynching, and I guess noosing is what makes it sounds like gashing and noosing. Ugh, I hate the term. So what he would do is he would go around to other, and he like made it a thing where people thought it was a fun thing to do. You'd go up to someone and you'd, you'd put your hand under like their like their man titty area under their pectoral. Uh huh. And you'd go, he'd go noosh, and he would up slip, oh, yeah. and it was just a just an uncomfortable feeling. Right. And he he was like, that's my thing. I noosh people. And then, so he was a, he was just kind of a bully through eighth grade. And then I think he found out about pot. Oh, he got to high go. school and he just didn't say a word for the rest of high school. If that's not an advertisement for marijuana, I don't know what is. Yeah, but I mean, it stopped him from bullying. But also, he'd get called on in class and he'd say like a word. And you'd be like, does that guy have no IQ? It was... Mm-hmm. It was very baffling. He was probably like a reasonably smart person. And then he just, I feel like he lost his vocabulary. It's very interesting. Was he high in class? Probably. It's probably part of it. Yeah, probably. Part I think of he it. was probably high in class. That, that yeah. makes sense. Also, maybe we edit his name out of the podcast. I, okay. I put his name at the start there, but do you uh, think he, do you think he, uh, I can't imagine he listens, but okay. Well, uh, it's if he can, what's he going to do? Tweet us one word tweets. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I I had about I think a two week period where I was a bully, and then I was just like, I can't keep this up. Mm-hmm. I had some. I had a friend, and then all of a sudden he like found himself being a bully, and I was like, Well, this is my friend. We're gonna we're gonna hang out together. So I guess I was. I'm just like, this is exhausting. Yeah, we had a guy in our friend group who he, he kind of had anger issues. Uh huh. And so you could you could wind him up real easy. So in a way, we were kind of. It was like we'd give everybody a little bit of shit, but then he would be given the shit and he couldn't handle it. So yeah. you just give him more shit. And then it was like, we're kind of bullying this guy, but also we're making fun of everybody in the same yeah, or seventh I graders. know that person. And sometimes I've had friends leave the group because of it. And I'm like, I get it from both sides. Uh-huh. I get that you wouldn't want to just take more shit than everyone, but they do it because you're not good at handling it. Right. And so, yeah, it's this whole thing where it's like, well, you could just. It's like, we're just kind of waiting for you to develop this social skill where mm-hmm. you can diffuse, where you make it less fun for us. Right. And then we won't, but that's not I a good I have whole excuse, relationships but... built on shit talking. Uh-huh. I had right. a whole roommate for a while, and that's our entire relationship. He's just being like, hey, you're queer. Hey, you hey. suck. Yeah. Suck my dick. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Real original. Yeah, I like uh-huh. it. A couple go- go-tos, the classics. Uh-huh. Suck my dick. Suck my balls. A lot of sucking. Mm-hmm. It's like my balls feels a little more playful. It does, because, I mean, the image of that. And it's also... (laughs) Charlie just kind of took a moment to be like, no, not the image. Well, I'm just thinking one of them, one of them's like very aggressive and rapey. And the other one's like, well, that's a, right, that's just a thing. It's, it's demeaning, but this is an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, and so Piggy, he's kind of the, he's the one in the group that they all single out as, well, he's. He's transparently the loser. He's the one who looks like a pig and he's wearing glasses. He's just a little chubby. So they all single him out. And then he goes, hey, guys, I'm Piggy. I don't care for this this name calling, this teasing, this mm-hmm. this razzmatazz. Stand up for himself. Uh-huh. And everyone goes, you use the term razzmatazz incorrectly. And they uh, they just bully him harder because oh, gosh, you know how you know how kids are. Yeah. So they take I think eventually it turns into like a like a most dangerous game kind of thing. So I told you about that. I think I was telling you about the most dangerous game. Oh, a little bit. I was telling you yesterday or two days ago, probably um, about, uh, yeah. When you get these rich people, they got nothing better to do. They're like, I'm, I'm tired of hunting lions and lemurs and whatnot. And so they get a, they get a, Oh boy on the Island and they go and they, they go, if you can not get, shot by my crossbow for 24 hours i don't know you win the island or something but this is how i get my oh, my jollies real estate yeah so they they release them into their they own a jungle on their island and then they go uh-huh. all right we're gonna hunt you uh i think they made a movie about it starring like ice cube as what? the i think they were hunting ice cube that sounds i gotta be wrong on that it's from like 96 okay yeah. um are you thinking of I'm trying to think of an Ice Cube movie. Movie I don't. I don't remember. Boys in the Hood. That's what I was gonna say. But then I'm like, is that racist? Was he in that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it I kind of th- thought he was, but I also don't want to take that. He's in that, and that doesn't make enough sense to be racist. That's fair. So yeah, I think there's a there's a stormy night on the island. Mm-hmm. And stormy Dan. You know what you do when when the storm is a brewing. You know what I, I did as a kid. My mom told me this the other day. She'd take me to the zoo. We were discussing the zoo. This is a little bit of a tangent here, but. My mom was like, oh, yeah, I'd always take you to the zoo. It's an outside zoo. She said, I'd take you to the zoo before it stormed, because that's when the animals were most interesting. Oh, interesting. I thought that was a fascinating little parent tidbit. That is... She'd be like, oh, it's going to start 
storming in a couple hours. If we go to the zoo, the monkeys are all going to be like freaking out and the giraffes are going like, holy shit, there's a storm coming. So they're all active and oh, like real wow. paranoid. That's so, very perceptive. I know. Who would who would ever put that connection together that you got to go to the zoo then? <laughs> but that's, wow, that's a great next storm. You and I, I haven't been to the zoo in like at least 20 years. A little pre-storm zooing? I'll pre-storm zoo. I think I was at the zoo. I was at the zoo two years ago. Okay. Date? A, hmm? Date thing? Yeah. Knocked around the zoo, you know. Why is that a date thing? It smells bad. It does smell bad. Is there something uh, primal to being like, look at them. Look at that big old, I don't know. They're animals. They're in touch with their carnal instincts. You and I, we got this thing. Let's seal the deal. Well, that's the thing about dates is you just need, you need one thing that you can discuss or whatever. Because a movie, you watch a movie, you can't discuss it. But if you go to a museum, a zoo is just an animal museum. Mm -hmm. You go to a museum, you go, hey, what do you think of that painting? And the person goes, I think it's blue. And you go, ah, I don't like it either. And then you form a little bond <laughs> yeah. with that with that give and take and you learn something about each person's opinion. Yeah. Zoo is the same kind of thing. It's like, this isn't inherently that great. Yeah. It gives you something smelly. to comment on. Right. I could Google giraffe and figure it out for myself. But you go, oh, I'd never realized how long their tails are. And then the person you're with goes, yeah, you know, here's an opinion I have about tails. And then you're a little <laughs> closer together. Oh, I did love when you came back with that tails chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie used to have eight minutes on tails. Oh, yeah. That was a windy tail, I tell you. Mm -hmm. So speaking of windy tails, we got Piggy. and he. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Does he break? Does he snap? I think they all snap a little bit. I think Piggy kind of, I think they decide to hunt Piggy. That's going to, his, his glasses have broken. He can't. Oh my God. They're like, we have so much fun with the boar. Uh -huh. They do the same thing. So, they, it, you know, I think it's pretty ham-fisted metaphor they have here. Piggy becomes the boar. Right. And they chase Piggy around in the storm. He always was a boar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's not a very interesting dude. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they don't give him the chance to shine. That's true. Uh, well, that might not be true. Some people are just duds, but yeah, you also got to okay. let them be a dud. But, I mean, I think you can definitely snuff their flame, if you know what I mean. Snuff their flame? Yeah, I mean, some people, they don't, they, you find yourself later in life, and so you can be a bore, and then you figure out who you are, but if you're constantly oh, shitting sure. on people, yeah, bullying them, then they're never going to express yourself. Uh, express yourself. Thank you. for me? Charlie knows what a point means. I think I was telling you about the time I was, uh, I met some mutual friends. We got together and I was, I opened it up. Like there was a person added to the friend group who I didn't know, friend of a friend. Gotcha. And so I opened up by being like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with this real dud, real, real lame-o <laughs> the other day. And I was shitting on this person for being a lame dud. Mm -hmm. Then about a half hour later, I got real self-conscious because I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this girl was a dud. <laughs> I hope she didn't uh, take offense because I was talking about how much duds duds are you dead. got in your head um i've been around it's very hard if the group has known each other all through school it's very hard to get a word in edgewise mm -hmm. and it it's very it's a very lonely yeah i island. get it right and if you throw out it puts a lot of pressure on it. you throw out that first joke or two and they don't land then all of a sudden you're playing catch up and mm -hmm. you're in a bad spot it's have like, you had this groups of friends even your own friends, people you know really well, if you tune out for a minute or go to the bathroom for too long because you're on a bunch of antibiotics, Jesus Christ. Um, if you leave for too long or come too late in the day when everyone's been already been hanging out, you're just at the bot. You're going to be at the bottom. Yeah. At you, least for a while. You miss one you miss, inside joke or something. Yeah. Then they just have these, you know, running jokes going on and you're like, I don't really. Mm -hmm. 
You can also flip it. You can enter the party late when everybody needed a little party rejuvenation. Yeah, but then all of a sudden this guy, hey, Adam's here. He's shaking it up. Yeah, it but does the parties you go to need rejuvenation? Well, then that's you're the hanging thing. Out with if you, too many duds. If you join a group and the group's already cooking, they're like, we don't need you. You're at the bottom of the totem pole. Uh-huh. You join a group and they're going, oh, we need we need a shake up here. Then all of a sudden you're a celebrity. Okay. You, you come in, you're giving it to them. You're all the right. man. So I thought of that. Yeah, it depends on, it's all about what context you're walking right, what into. What do you do? You walk in, they're having fun, you just leave, be like, well, I'll come back next time you're not having fun? That'd actually be a fun gag. You walk that in, you go, like, seems you like you guys got me. this one, you walk on out, and then you slide through the window, and you go, just kidding? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my advice to you. Enter through a window next time. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, all eyes on do you. Okay, so the funniest thing I think I've ever done all right. was at a, a party at my... Um, where we were having people drinking at my house in college and everyone was outside playing beanbags and I opened up the window and do you remember those old commercials f- where people would lean out, shout like, it's, it's my, my money, money and, and I, I want it. Yeah, I opened up the window and I was like, it's my money and I want it now. Everyone, I'm so glad it landed. It was oh, a very man. vulnerable. That's a big swing. It was a big swing. And I, it, it landed. I can see that missing and just being like, what the fuck? You're, no, it was great. You're just quoting a commercial out the window. But yeah, that thing, that thing hits. Good on you, it's man. It's a big win. Yeah. I've, I've had a few lately where I'm like, I could take this big swing here. And then I just, I'm, I'm, I haven't been taking them. Oh, you got to take them. Sometimes you do. You got to take them. Always take them. Always? <sighs> sometimes they if miss, If you man. believe. All right. All right. Well. They didn't believe in Piggy because they hunted him on a stormy night and lightning struck or something. I think they end up, it's the thing where they're put on an island for about, I think within three days, they all go from wearing blue jeans and t-shirts that were a little bit wet to they've cut them up and they've tied them around their heads and they've painted their face with boar's blood and they're just, they're, they're crazy people and they've got this whole... They're like, hey, you don't have the talking stick. We're going to smash you in the face with a rock if you talk. They've they've created all these unnecessarily cruel rules. It's like fucking Calvin Ball. Uh, Just rules yeah. stacked on rules. And there's always a little bit of a... Those, did you find Calvin and Hobbes kind of heartbreaking in some ways? Was that an intentional undertone of in, Calvin and Hobbes? In what? He was the a child. He was a depressed... The child had no friends, was horrible in school... And his only friend was his imaginary tiger. And also his dad really didn't care for him. <laughs> I don't remember that dynamic too much. Oh, his dad did not. His dad was like, you were kind of a disappointment to me. And I wish you were just like a more normal child. Okay. I always thought Calvin Hobbes a little bit. Because te- his teacher was like, hey, fuck you. You always get a D. And then there was that one girl who was like kind of his friend, but also smash her in he the couldn't face figure out how to get along with her. He he had no friends. That was the saddest part. It wasn't like, oh, and then Timmy comes over and he plays with Timmy. He was always just alienating every classmate of his. Yeah, I don't know. remember feeling that way. Um, I felt bad for Calvin. His mother was very nice. He seemed happy with what he was doing. There was, a, there was one... Uh, I don't get those car stickers. He was never peeing on anything. No. He was a smart kid. He wasn't a smart kid. Well, he was a he was street like, smart he was a street smart kid, but he he wasn't just like, here's my dick, I'm going to pee on something. He was like, hey, I'm going to make fun of your, you on a fairly intellectual level. Am I yeah, mistaken? Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. He he could play the game. He uh, Yeah, I'd be annoyed if I was Bill Watterson or whatever his name is. And everybody, their main takeaway was this kid pees on the back of trucks. <laughs> yeah, on, right on truck logos and sports helmets. That's a misuse of such an interesting, clever character. I agree. So, they... Tell me, do they kill Piggy? I have I, to know at this point. Yeah, they 
I'm going to say they kill 30. Piggy. I, okay, what I picture is they're chasing him like you're not really sure if they're going to stab him or not and then they he like runs into a wall or off a cliff on accident and they're like well, I think they're shit, ch- we killed I think they're chasing him. That's when he breaks his glasses or something. That's a whole thing. Okay. And then here's what I'm going to say. All right. This is almost surely wrong, but this is how I would have ended mm-hmm. the novel. They tie Piggy up. They've tied him up. They put a apple in his mouth mm-hmm. and they are marching him across the beach or something to roast. They're like, oh, we have to sacrifice him to the to the fly god. And then uh, they, they're going along the beach. Then a plane rolls up and these <laughs> adults get out and they go, hey, we found you. What are you doing? And they all kind of do this look around. They're like, oh, yeah, what, what are we doing here? This is this is a little bit insane. And and they all have to do a little bit of introspection and go, oh, yeah, you left us alone for three days and we, you know, painted Stanford ourselves in prison. blood. And tra- right. Exactly. Stanford prison experiment. experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are fucked up, too. Uh-huh. I just saw a documentary on Netflix today. I was scrolling by. I almost clicked on it. Hey, let's watch that together. All right, fun sure. One. We got to finish the jinx. Oh, yeah. We're forming a, a, a new level of friendship based around documentaries half watched while talking over drinking uh-huh yeah i don't really have that great of an idea of what's going on in the jinx <laughs> i mean um, i kind of get the gist at I, this point right um i'm more he like i'm like it. i he think might he not have somebody. but he really creeps me out with those twitches <laughs> he's delightful he, he blinks like a lizard oh man yeah i think we should whether or not he killed any of his wives that guy should go to prison for the way he blinks <laughs> <laughs> it's a crime so they show up they say you children are not allowed to vote yet because look what you've done with power. And I don't know, they probably don't try them as adults because I think these are all white 12 year olds. And then uh, I don't think there's any racial racial element to the book, honestly. Okay. But I threw that in myself. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point when you're trying to make a message, yeah, maybe just make all the kids white. So just be like, just so we're aware, this is, this, I'm not trying to, let's just keep these issues separate. Yeah, right. Yeah, if Piggy were black, it would have been a whole different book. For sure. Or or uh, or the leader. Or they might as have done soon that. as they're like cuz then people read into like is he saying they can't do a good job leading? Like what's going on here? Right. Can they? They probably did that thing that uh like this JK Rowling type thing where they at the end they go, "Oh, so uh, why'd you make all the boys white?" And they go, uh, I never mentioned their race for one second. Oh. You made them white in your head, you liar uh-huh. or racist or what about whatever that, uh what about that tommy jonagan story where he he s- tries to save people from a car that rolled did have you heard oh, him yeah, tell yeah, that? yeah and then he's like did you picture them all mexican and i sure did and he's <laughs> like yeah, i never said anything we're white he was like oh, but every time i tell that people assume it's a bunch of mexican people getting out of this car because there are a lot of people in the car that might be part of it and i mean i think when you say something to someone and they don't respond and just crawl past you i think you can also be like oh maybe they didn't understand i see but i don't know um interesting yeah jk rowling did that where they did a play and they're like hermione's black in this play and jk rowling goes you know i always pictured hermione as black and you go Mm. you said she had red hair you're fucking oh really yeah yeah. also you like you had a say in the casting to be fair she lives in a van hermione what if if jk rowling gets rich Someday, and her mansion is shaped like a van. Uh, that's a thing that I JK, just said. If J.K. Rowling gets rich one day, yeah, I think that shit may have sailed. When those there, residuals come in. <laughs> I don't know so, how residuals work. She's calling her agent every day. Hey, uh, have they sent any checks yet? What's going on? Walt Disney uh, sleeping on this one? Uh, yeah, she she's probably doing okay. Yeah, that J.K. is a little bit 
silly, but uh, for sure. Also, yeah. I had my whole problem with that book. There's plenty of problems with that book, but the the Weasley family's poor, and then these other families are rich. It's like you can just fucking wave your wand and you have food in front of you. I don't understand. Uh-oh. Why is there scarcity? They, yeah, they can make they they don't have to turn bad food into good food or a frog into food. They they can literally just poof food. I guess I don't know. Also, I don't. Know. It all seems really weird that there's classes when we have magic, but. Yeah, that's neither here nor Lord of the Flies, which I think I summed up. I believe so. They tea. they literally just get rescued at the end and be like, "Oh yeah, we're a little, we're not ready for this whole that or government thing." Yeah, that's gonna be my guess is they do get rescued, but that I'm gonna say that's wrong. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, shit, that gives me you know enough to not read it, mm-hmm. which I. I'll take it back to the library. I explain the themes to you. You know, uh-huh. books aren't about the details. They're not about the ending. They're about uh, the lesson along the way, which I think I summed up pretty well, which is don't leave 12-year-olds in charge. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to uh, end it there. All right. Well, thank you for listening at home or at work or in wherever. The car. In the car. That's On an place. island. Well, uh, yeah, whatever that was. Uh, we're Adam. <laughs> we're Chuck. We'll... Catch you next week, folks. Don't Have bully. a good one. Don't bully. That's our that's our message.